Ultra Pro. Do it in the mic. Ultra Pro news coming out, and then we're going to jump to the finance section. <laughs> that almost came out my nose. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I deal with, folks. <laughs> Danny, you're supposed to be the voice of reason for this podcast, and you're encouraging this. Bad, Danny, bad. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your host, Matt Olson. JB and Danny Oakstad. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 109 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. We're supposed to do it into the mic, Danny. That belcher over that plague belcher. Being nice. Goblin char belcher. Is Ooh, I like what you did there. I know, right? Is <laughs> Danny? What's up? He likes to run all MDFCs and what's the combo with that again? Flip through your deck because there's no lands. Yeah, you just flip through your deck with a go- goblin char belcher. Goblin char belcher, Danny. That other voice of magic knowledge is <laughs> <laughs> what is the janky boggle himself, JB? What's up? Talking to the mic. I don't want to. <laughs> I like to make Matt's life difficult. Just because you can barely reach doesn't mean you can't talk into it. God damn it. Here we go with the short jokes again. The cool thing is, is this is telescopic. You can adjust it to your height. It's, it's Yeah, it's it doesn't go that low, fucking though. maxed out. doesn't go that low. <laughs> anyway. You see this? It's as far as it'll go. I mean, we can adjust some things here. There we go. Live changes. This feels weird now. After, not yes, this table. yeah, no, fuck no. This is weird. <laughs> fuck off. This I don't like this. I don't like change. I don't like this. Danny, <laughs> saving a future hassle here. Last thing we need is there. to spill the there. beer for this. Okay. No, 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 no. Right. No, right, it's right here. Right so no, can... it's right there. Right so there. I'm fine. Like this. There we go. Now it's all arched weird. <laughs> Yeah, but you're not straining your legs just to reach it. I mean, I, oh my god. Stop it. Why am I friends with you guys again? You ask that every week. We have no answer for you. I know. I do. I you just keep showing week. up. I do, because oh, <clears throat> of the food and the beer. So, thank you all for joining us tonight. Wow. After that, bit of a, a fucking ordeal. Right? If you made it through that, first off, pat yourself on the back. You deserve an, you deserve an achievement of some sorts. <laughs> Shit. Right? So, let's begin our episode by thanking our amazing patrons who think our content is actually worth putting money towards. Y'all are crazy motherfuckers. You sell us so short. You do. We, I think we're worth it. We put out good content. At least comical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're a good comic relief. With some information. Yes, with a little bit. What, what, did, what did Rock post in that, that meme that he made of us? Decently interesting. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's us, guys. That's us. Two stars. <laughs> Thank you, Big G, Wade97, Chapman, D Moose, Amu the Fox, Colin, Noah, Slade, Third String, Chapman, and Nikki. 
all you are amazing and we thank you truly from the bottom of our hearts we need to we need to recirculate that meme again we do did you save it it's probably on the know. discord i think like, it's in the discord you're gonna somewhere. have to scroll you're gonna scroll way. long way but it was, it was pretty good rock if you're listening to this <laughs> yeah save us save us the hassle <laughs> save us the trouble and resend the meme <laughs> email it to matt we'll get it in six months yes yes do we, that we should put it on t-shirt and if oh, you guys yes, if you put it on the back of the t-shirt. Want to be crazy motherfuckers too and support us. We have a patron. Go check that out. We got two tiers, $3 and a $10. You can put into a monthly drawing. The first one, $3 tiers, gets you put in for a drawing for a booster pack. And the $10 gets you put into a drawing for a commander card that's valued between $15 to $20. Last month, we had Innistrad Midnight Hunt set boosters. And it was a Rise from the Dark Realms and a Zombie Apocalypse as the cards to win. We're, we were talking last week about making a poll for cards, and that ooh, we were. That's a good idea. Uh, those in the Patreon, keep your eyes out. I'll see if I can post it this week. Right, because we always have a hard time deciding. Like We always get to like three or four, and we're like, oh, which one? So that'd be cool. Leave yeah. it up to the patrons. Yeah. Be like, here's, here's four suggestions. Go. That way, you can all start interacting. Colin... 10 out of 10, you interact. You still only get one at one one vote. <laughs> no. <laughs> everyone gets one vote. Everyone gets one vote. Every Six, pa- unless every, you're calling. Every Patreon, <laughs> then you get three. Every Patreon gets one vote. <laughs> now, let's also thank our amazing sponsor, J-Dubs, Sports Cards and Gaming. Let's hear an ad from them now. Because Matt actually did the ad read. Did he really? No. Wow. I thought you said you did, you son of a bitch. When did I say I did? The last time I was here. What, two weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Get out of here. Danny, no. <laughs> I think he's grabbing a beer. Probably. Jada, sports cards and gaming, they have all of your magic needs, including the current sets that are coming out. We They have Innistrad Midnight Hunt boosters, draft collectors, and sets. Last time I checked, their set boosters are actually the Japanese set boosters. So if you listen to the podcast about a month ago when we were talking about how the Japanese set boosters have an embossed-like frame yeah, around the art. different, different uh, printing process. Yeah, and they look really good. Honestly, the best one. Well, they look cool, but the edges are shit. Yeah, that's true. The edges are, they have white marks because of the cutting process yep. and stuff. So yes, J-Dubs has that. They also have... Commander League, Modern League, Legacy League happening every week, F&M as well. And if you guys were on the Facebook or the Discord, you saw that J-Dubs had Frame the Game frame some Pokemon posters. Did you see those? I think I did. I think I saw it in the Discord. Yeah, dude, they look so good. They're going to be in the Event Center, which is going to be opening up soon. So What? If, yeah, if you're in the uh, the FM area, he uh, Josh is hoping for them to open up uh, around the holiday seasons. Like Just after, when I was getting used to that ghetto storefront. <laughs> like after Thanksgiving, but before Christmas is the rough hope. So we got the these Pokemon posters. They look so good. There's Gyarados, Pikachu, Mimikyu, uh, Gengar, Arcanine, Charizard. Oh, they, they just look so good. Frame the game. Also, if you want stuff hung up, not sponsored, but frame the game. It does an amazing job. If you're watching the live stream, right there. God, we, just, we, we give away so much free advertisement. That's how people love it. We us. really do. Worth it. With the, the hashtag not sponsored. Does it matter to you? They can change it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could sponsor us. 
Josh. But but they would have to hear us. Josh from Frame the Game. <laughs> if you're listening to us, right. let me they know. Send me a message. Listen to us. <laughs> but let's jump in. Uh, so final thank you, JW Sports Cars and Gaming. Go check them out. Now let's give you a breakdown of how this episode is going to be laid out for y'all. First off, we're going to start with Magic World's results. There's no link, Matt. I don't know why you're saying Matt when we all know that is a JB job. But there's no link, Matt. <laughs> Find it, JB. There's no link. I can't do my job without a link. And then we're <laughs> going to talk about some upcoming events that are coming through. And then we're going to jump into the news section where we have some music news coming out. We got we got some extra life information, Judge Academy information, uh, in-store play to Latin America. Ultra Pro, to do it in the mic. Ultra Pro news coming out. And then we're going to jump to the finance section. <laughs> that almost came out my nose. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I deal with, folks. <laughs> Danny, you're supposed to be the voice of reason for this podcast, and you're encouraging this. <laughs> Bad, Danny, bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you need to just get a squirt bottle for us. <laughs> first of all, he needs to get a soundboard, soundboard first. Yes, we need that soundboard, damn it. I got I it. Gotta, I gotta so patrons, out. listen up. <laughs> this is what your money's going towards is a soundboard. Eventually. Put so increase those pledges, damn it. <laughs> <sighs> so everyone from now on has two Patreons? A yes. Three and a ten? Yes, double up. So anyways, Matt, where were you? Yeah, where were you? After the finance... After the finance section, we're going to jump to Deck of the Week, which Danny is still working on deciding which one it's going to be. Nope, I give you the options you got to decide. And then from there, you can all go home. We'll be done with the podcast then, and you can just enjoy whatever time. Like, if you made it to the end of the podcast, we'll applaud you now, and we'll applaud you then, but we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, they're at home. Sir, the, 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 no, no, it's not the case. How do you know? Do you call up every single person and ask, like, are you at home? Are you at home? Are you at home? Oh, you're driving. You're cool. I feel like if people are listening to us, they're not going to be home. They're either going to be working, they're going to be driving, or commuting to commuting well, to something. I don't, I don't think it would be safe to listen to us while we're driving. They might laugh themselves off the road. I think the worst case scenario would be is like they'd laugh themselves to pee their pants. They would fall asleep. They'd have to, like, oh, yeah, or or they'll fall asleep. Because we're that boring and like die a fiery death. Do you remember that end read that we did like in the beginning? Which one? <laughs> Where we were like, oh God, I can't remember how it goes, but we were talking about if they're listening to us as they're going to sleep, then we're the oh last my thing God, that, they, that one. Yeah, oh, we're the last thing that they heard, God. and then we feel bad for you. God, that's a throwback. That is. That was like <laughs> really early on. Yeah, it was easily within the first year that we had that because the first one was the the Elko. <laughs> Where I opened up the elk. The, oh, yeah, the Oko. Oko. And then he just got banned. And I'm like, hey, guys, did you see this? I opened an, an Oko. And then you and Rob's were like, should we tell him? And then I'm like, everybody's in elk. That's a throwback. Anyways, let's get on with this podcast. <laughs> this is crazy. Let's quit reminiscing. Wow. Uh, we got Seal Flipper saying, check the Discord. Who has the Discord open? I can't open it. I don't know. Why can't you? Well, I mean, I can. Because you got 500 tabs open. Yes. You're going to blow your computer CPU. Maybe. <laughs> oh, there it is. Magic for Schmucks with JB and Danny <gasps> featuring Matt. Seal, you are our savior. Nope, that was sm- uh, Slimy Apple. Yeah, that's Seal. Yeah. 
Was it? Yeah. No, oh, I he's, suppose, yeah, he, it is Seal. He's slanting yeah, up, he's up hill in the Discord. Seal, you're our savior. I forget. I should ban him again. <laughs> <laughs> ban Slimy Apple. Oh, my God. We got over that whole meme, like, a year ago. God, we had, like, let's see, it was uh, Banned Crow. I only had two banned. Was it Was it just Crow and, and yes. Neil, uh, Seal? Yes. All right. Okay, so with that, <laughs> JB, did you want to talk about more than just the worlds then? Yeah, because fucking standard sucks. <sighs> okay, y'all talk about something. I want to pull up these links for your slow ass yeah. that's not doing your own job. Yeah, the salt report, the non-existent salt report. What? There's a great salt report. What? I fucking won with Verena and all these triggers, and then I got- Oh, yeah, that's stupid shit. And then with Anawan, I, Danny fucking <laughs> windfalled my ass to death. <laughs> I was about ready. That was yeah, that funny. Was, yeah, that, that was, was, that funny. was funny. That was pretty good. <laughs> tell that story while I do this. You got to tell that story, or Danny's got to tell the story. I don't remember it because Danny's the one that was. I was just kind of along for the ride. I was half drunk at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Matt's drawing all the cards. He's gonna lose. I also. I'm forget not gonna lie. I was pretty lit that night. I also forget what cards I play. Yeah, I didn't even know you had that card in your deck, and I'm like all of a Windfall? sudden, I'm, yeah, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, oh shit. Yeah, it just happened to be in my hand. <laughs> Perfect top deck, like Armageddon. I no, I had I think I had Windfall in my hand for a couple couple of hands, oh, for a couple of rounds. But that's not as cool. But still, the fact that I actually comboed off and made Matt draw. Well, 60, no, Matt, 70 cards. Matt was being a greedy bastard, and that's so why Matt I, got his karma. That's why I played Windfall, Mister. I'm gonna just play some Notion Thief. I'm gonna draw all the cards. Yeah, you are doing blue player shenanigans. I've been the butt by a blue player. Right? Even though I'm not blue player. Fucking filthy blue players. It was beautiful. Yeah. No, uh, so, so, I had a Notion Thief in hand. I was playing a stock Anawan the Rune Thief, the Zendikar Precon. Danny was playing his Sheriff of Nottingham, Robin Hood. Robin, Robin Hood. Hood of Nottingham. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When I think wow. of Nottingham, I just got to say Sheriff. Not not Robin Hood. No, it's Robin Hood. Like, Robin Hood of Nottingham. It's a it's a EDH group hug with Kenneth at the at the, at the helm. Yeah. And what were you playing, JB? Were you playing Tasa Karlov? Or not Tasa Karlov? Um Tasa Scion of No, it's Tasa Karlov. It was Tasa Karlov? Okay. And uh Yeah, I think that's what I was playing at the time. Yeah, he it was, was either pl- that or Catherell. I can't remember one of the two. I think Catherell was after. But anyways, doesn't matter. What the, the main point is, is I'm drawing cards and my goal of Anawan is to mill everybody up. And I have a Notion Thief in hand and Danny's giving everybody cards and there's a Horn of Greed out on the battlefield already. So we're drawing yep. cards. My initial plan was before he cast his next spell was to flash in the Notion Thief at JB's turn to take his land draw like a dick. First off, you kill Anawan. <laughs> Uh, no, I manatized it, you son of a bitch. Get yeah, it right. Yeah, manatide. Manatide and Anawan. Yeah, it's, got, it's always the right move. Got Fuck me, off. Got me on tilt, so I'm like, I'm taking your draws. Anyways, Danny then cashed Vision Skeens, which each player draws two cards. I'm like, I'm going to pop off this fucking Notion Thief now. And then this cheeky motherfucker, Danny, has a windfall in hand. I had 17 cards in hand, and he windfalls us. Right, and this was <laughs> after we had already had like 10 land by turn three. And, yep. and Danny, you're Danny, welcome. You're welcome. Danny made us draw cards, right. and he had epic fully, ramp. Had folio fancy out, so we had no max hand size. So we're before, going fast. So before that turn, I had eleven cards in hand. I draw six, 
and have 17. <laughs> Danny Windfalls. <laughs> Draw 61. 51. Oh, that's right. Our Fi- math was off. <laughs> 51 additional cards. Draw 51 cards. I, I forgot our math was terrible that at, night. At the end of it, I only had like 17 cards left in my deck. And then Danny, this douche nozzle, decides to cast a Prosperity <laughs> for 16, leaving me with one card in my life. <laughs> in my library you're like, welcome i'm like danny just give me one more turn don't kill me so i, I can told, try and kill i could have killed it with prosperity rather than he could have leaving you with one he could have but I, I i then go to swing all out on jb he, jb was at 24 life or 22 life i had 24 damage on board that he could not block and then danny goes in mirko c pay two mana everybody draws a card and had no card in my life <laughs> because i drew for turn and stuff <laughs> bullshit that's fucking bullshit. That's what you get for being a filthy blue player, you son of a bitch. That's what happens when a mill deck doesn't work fucking right. Fucking greedy bastard. I was playing hogs. My hogs has check balances or checkpoints. If someone's getting a little too greedy. He's got DUI checkpoints. I'll make, I'll make, I'll make sure he get off the road. Deck utilization. <clears throat> yes. Is that it? Is that it for our assault report? And then I won the next game with the second, I'll approach the second son. Yeah, you son of a bitch. After my deck did absolutely nothing. Final game, I won with Verena. Yeah. Barely. After I fucking emergent ultimatum, or not emergent, or eerie ultimatum. There you go. Fucking dumped my whole graveyard out on the field, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to win this shit. I was like windmilling. I was like, this is on. And then Matt's like, uh, uh, uh. I'm going to do some filthy degenerate blue shit. I had noxious ghoul in my graveyard. I sacked all my zombies on board. And then I zombie apocalypsed, and everything got like negative 20, negative 20, because yeah. I had 20 zombies in my graveyard with Noxious School. Because he's a dick. That was fine with me, because I only had one creature on the battlefield. And then that whole exchange, I brought back Navineral, and I had Micaeus, and then I wiped mm-hmm. the board, brought everything back, made a crap ton of zombies, had the Wayfair, or Wayfinder Servant, so when zombies ETB'd, each opponent loses life. Yup. And that's how I won. He drained us for like 45 more than that at the end of that 45 is cons- conservative guess yeah. it was a lot they were dead either i way. was i was just missing my uh one mana for uh second sunrise yeah danny was saying that he would have won next the next turn because he's only what two cards down from drawing second sunrise at that point or did you have no i had hand? second sunrise in my hand you're not second sunrise um no it's was the it second sunrise or approaching second, the second, the second sunrise? sunrise is what i was okay. had in my hand for the happy every after combo that's right. That's the game. That's that you're right. Trying yeah, because you had the happily ever after out. Yeah. God, that was such a good game. So close. Like I said, I was half drunk. <laughs> I, 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 I actually could have fucking in the bag. I could have won earlier. I just didn't realize because I didn't have because I wasn't sure if I had to have a creature in my graveyard to come back with the rise of the second sun because the rise of the second sun reads. Uh, let me pull it back up. Each player returns to play all artifacts. I no, I could have done it. Yeah, I could have actually. Yeah, because I wiped the board with the Veneral. Yep. Tyrant of Urborg. Yep. Solid card. If you're running any kind of like Esper no, zombies. No, it's not. Stop it. <laughs> stop Stop giving people ideas. Stop so, it. So here's the thing. You Esper should be zombies. running Esper zombies. You should be running Esper no, zombies. No, you shouldn't be. No, you should shouldn't be. be. You should be because no. then you get Verena and Wayward Servant. And those no. are the only two white cards in zombies that you should really care about. No. We'll talk about zombies later, Jamie. Well, and the Veneral because isn't he white too? Yeah, he, he is he's white, Esper. So, yeah. Verena, Navineral, and Wayward Servant. Anyways, JB, tell us about these world results that we had this last weekend. Ah, now that I got a link, finally. Who's the world champion? That one guy. From Japan? Yeah, that one guy. He won. 
Yeah, he he went undefeated. Oh, look at that. Fun. Yeah. I mean, no, he, <laughs> did, he did go undefeated on uh, day one for draft. He went 0-3. Did he? Yeah, he, oh. was, he was already lower on points because of that. But game uh, day two, he comes in, he's just straight up 0-6 and dink stomps everybody. I mean 6-0, not 6-0. 6 0 everybody. I was going to say, if he 0-6, man, he's just... And still won, he's pretty good. Right? So, so, so who is this person? Say his name. Yuta Takahashi. Good job. Yeah. Because I'm good with words. I'm just kidding. Oh, no, I'm not. If we did a poll, who would be the better one of speaking between all three of us? I'm not the better one of speaking between <laughs> all three of us. So, anyway. Yeah, he was uh, on Is It Dragons, which is a really, really, really stupid deck. Just saying. I fucking hate it. Almost as much as I hate these new Grixis Epiphany decks. Uh, oh, God. They're just stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. So, the Yeah. That was an article that I saw last week. The uh, Epiphany should be banned because it's in like 90% of decks. In standard? Well, yeah. Yeah, well, I, in standard. Well, that's the whole... Okay, before we jump into this, leading up to this weekend, there was the deck leak. Uh, I figured we wouldn't talk about it in the news. We'd talk about it here because it's past news. I mean, all news is past news and shit like that. But... <laughs> Okay, leave me alone, JB. <laughs> no, we we we, uh, we we deliver future news. I mean, we future do we predict the future here. We don't predict the future, but yes, we do. Decklist got released a day before, and so people had pros had a chance to like see what the metagame was and play against it to like eke out what they're going to do. They couldn't change the decklists or anything because they submitted them to 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 worlds. And because of this deck, these decklists getting out, there's a good chance that players had a chance to play play test against these decks and in the top 16 so there's 16 players five of the 16 decks were a grixis epiphany but there were an additional three is it which had epiphany so eight decks half the field was epiphany uh, all runs epiphany style decks there's actually four is it epiphanies oh four so there's nine there's one two three four is it epiphanies one two three those four. Nine, nine of the top ten. Yeah, four Grixis epiphanies. Oh, so eight nonetheless. I just had the numbers mixed up. So yeah, you did. Eight epiphanies. Half the field, half the, the world champs were all runs epiphany. And people, after the decks got released, that's what kind of like kick-started the whole ban all runs epiphany kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's really stupid when they use that new card, I think it was out of Strixhaven, where they get to, it's like two or three mana, and the next spell they cast gets to be copied. Yeah, the no, no, that came out in or whatever it is, Midnight that, Hunt. Yeah, that Galvanic or whatever the hell it is Galvanic iteration. Iteration. Yeah, it's stupid because I've been playing standard, which I hate, but it's the Mana Traders event this month, and yeah, somebody was like taking five turns in a row in standard. It pissed me the hell off. I'm like, this is horse shit. I mean, you got things like Goldspan Dragon that are doubling up on your treasure tokens. You have Expressive mm-hmm. Iteration that's drawing you cards very efficiently. Like, it's a legacy house of a card. But the the understandable reason why people are like, all runs Epiphany is too too much and shit. Because you're getting it's, two It's birds. too good for standard. Uh, I mean, with how this whole game turned out. And honestly, Wizards needs to stop printing take extra turn fucking bullshit cards. They're we're printing, done with it. They're, we're, they're, we're done. They're printing the modern. In their defense, though, like everything they've done with these cards, like Nexus of Fates, the they thought that it was like seven mana was enough. But then you had it with the the Simic or Teamer style decks where you can like ramp up to it pretty easily. 
And then you have things like Alderman's Epiphany. You get to pay a little bit of a tax like for telling it sooner. Like pay, pay uh, not tax. Reduction. Lay away. Like kind of lay away the spell and stuff. Like you pay a little bit now and then you pay the rest later. So seven mana is now five and you got yourself a time walk or time, time walk, time warp, time warp. Sure. That gives you two birds and stuff. And then galvanic iteration to copy those. And then you just kind of like loop it and shit like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's stupid. It's, it's dumb. It should not be in standard. And Pioneers are going to be fun. Yeah. They should not print, take extra turn cards anymore. I'm serious. I mean, not without like, if they do, I'm going to start throwing Molotovs in Morrow's house. What do you think of uh, Temporal Trespass, the Delve one? Blue, 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 eight. It's got Delve. It's broken as fuck. It's not top eighting shit. Look at, okay, look at Treasure Cruise. The single blue in the end. At it's least got with Delve. It. It's broken as fuck. <laughs> it's not Band of Pioneer yet. Yet. <laughs> because nobody gives Pioneer? a shit about Pioneer. Hey, it's now, dead. Hey, hey now, Pioneer is going to get looked at here shortly. Watch. Yeah, because Mark, all the standard Yeah, players... because all the standard shit is fucking... Broken. Broken as hell. So we're deviating off here from the Are like we? Scotty P's septum. Shut up. <laughs> the, the world champs. JB, keep going. Who who takes second? So we talk about... Okay, so it's like not the Japanese guy. Yeah, not that guy. <laughs> so we got Teamer Treasures in second place. R- piloted by Jean-Emmanuel Dupraz. Dupri. Dupraz. Dupraz. Dude, we only read the first place name here. Where have you been? These are the top 16. These are like the professional magic players. Yeah, These I, are the I, guys I that care. know what they You can read their name. I'm not going to. They will <laughs> They will dink slap you every time. They, they like will. they listen to us. I mean, if I'm not saying that they're listening to us. I'm saying if you both played a boggle deck, they would win. Yeah, because they got more money at their disposal. No, if you guys had the exact same deck, they'd be able to pilot more. These people are I don't smart, know. smart magic people. I don't know, man. I'm pretty... So we had Teamer Treasures. Pretty, uh, pretty good with Boggles. How many times have you beat one with that in, in League? It depends on the day. Because <laughs> if a lot of people bring Eldrazi Tron and shit like that, I'm fucked. T- tell us about Teamer Treasures now. <laughs> nope. Uh, we're going to go on to uh, the four... The, God, Jesus Christ. Words are hard, Words God. are fucking hard. God damn it. Uh, okay, so there's a two-way tie for fourth with uh, Is It Epiphany and Grixis Epiphany. And then we've got three people that went six and four with Grixis Epiphany, Grixis Epiphany, and Mono Green Aggro. And let me tell you what, these Mono White Aggro decks that are coming out are stupid as hell, too, because I've been playing against a couple of those, and it is dumb. White weenies, man. Yep, it's it's a thing again. It It's definitely a freaking powerhouse, let me tell you. One of the craziest things is you get uh, Adelaine Resplendent Cathar that kind of like mm-hmm. is is the generator that pushes a lot of the white weenie power forward and stuff with this because it's just making t- it's it's uh, it's kind of like a uh, what is that well then you got from? that you got that three mana uh one that we just got in Innistrad that exiles a card until it leaves the battlefield but it also transforms yes I'm looking it up here. Uh, they don't have it in this deck. It's, but I've seen, I've run into it in the ones that I played. Yeah, it's and the, it's stupid because it's it's easier to cast than uh, Skyclave. Yep, because and, it's a single white pip. And you're I not mean, giving, well. Granted, you're in a mono white deck. You're always going to have the white pips, but right. And you're not giving them uh, a token at the end of that. Correct. Yeah, I mean, they're not getting anything out of it. 
it, it's beneficial. And then on the back side, um, it does it. It has first strike that one, right, or something. Uh, it, it does good in combat. Maybe on the back side. I think. Yeah, the back side it does good in combat. So it's like takes your thing and is pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. All I know is all I've been playing against so far in my standard matches for the Manager's event has been White Weenies and those stupid Epiphany decks. Don't worry. The meta's not solved yet. This is still week two. This is week two since in, uh, Innistrad Midnight Hunts officially got released on Moto and Arena. So mm-hmm. counters are going to be found and all this stuff. Well, standard just sucks, period. So that's enough about that. That's your top eight for Worlds. Good job. Yeah. Cool story. What's next? To, to do any of you guys put in a guess for who is going to win Worlds on Arena? Nope. No. Because standard sucks. Because I don't play Arena. Did you guys watch the game at all? No. Nope. I had don't. better things to do. I feel you. I did. I, I, I the standard sucks. I was putting up a fence and shit. Yeah, no, you were. Way to adult. Yeah. Tell Way me. to be an adult. So what's the next event? The one that you're probably a little more yeah. excited about. There, modern JB. challenges. Woo. Because I love me some modern. So first up, we've got... Oh, it's a Yawgmoth deck. So it's, yeah, it's the Golgrig Yawgmoth combo deck. Very stock. Yep, I don't think we've really seen anything new in this one yet. Not even in the sideboard. I think the only thing different in the yeah, sideboard nope. is they're running the Outland Liberator. We talked about this last week or the week before. It is the Werewolf from Midnight Hunt. It's two mana, two, two. You pay one, sack it, destroy an artifact or an enchantment, and then it daybound, nightbound. The back side is it has the same thing, pay one, sack it, destroy an artifact or enchantment, but it also has additional text. When it attacks, you destroy an artifact or an enchantment that defending player controls. This card, I really think we should be keeping an eye on. Maybe. It's it, okay, so people liked God, what's the what's the Brontosaurus, the the three mana sack destroying enchantment. Oh yeah. Um yeah. People, I know which one you're talking about, but I can't think of the name right now. But yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. People Thrashing Brontodon. Thrashing Brontodon. People like that in the sideboard. People you'd see that run in the sideboard. It's a good enchantment removal. This costs one less, and on the back side, it is just a repetitive destroying enchantment artifact when it attacks and it's aggressive it's a 3-3 i mean it's going to die to bolts but like at that point <laughs> if like that if the argument you're basing your deck choices off of whether it dies to bolt nobody should play modern you magic. shouldn't you shouldn't be playing magic exactly. because 90 percent of the good cards die to bolt like this just it's just straight up that's what it is it's, it's like my entire soul sister deck I was about right to say, danny's just sitting there the only like, reason I'm boggles aware. don't die to bolt is because they're hexproof bitch until they have a shadow spear <laughs> well yeah no true. longer hexproof but that's it, that takes a card to get rid of hexproof so like yeah. right so, so one drop so this outlander a super potent, but you got to activate it though super potent card i would highly recommend yeah. early finance tip here maybe uh if you want to try and get ahead on something pick these up and i also run force of vigor so i could destroy your shadow spear true but just saying right i do hate that card it's fucking stupid i think i got rid of mine second place second place we had blue white control with kahira companion yep is these decks are stupid all the teferis yep solitudes prismatic endings he should just be banned from the Modern. <laughs> just be banned from magic. Just kill the fairy, period, and just burn his corpse no away. No more. Memory Deluge is showing up here, showing to be a potential control card that modern decks are liking. It people uh, have equivalated Memory Deluge to Factor Fiction. 
Okay, so third place is pretty interesting. We've got uh, Blue Black Mill is back up on the menu. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's been a few weeks since we it's saw. It's been a while since we've seen Mill this high up in the in the standings. The only newish things that they're running are the Fractured Sanity, Tasha's Hideous Laughter, which right? is kind of like Hideous Laughter is the dumbest card ever that should have never been printed. The, the, the kind of obvious stuff that you would expect. Also, yeah, degenerate blue shit. Did you see their JB in the side? It has a single Sphere of Annihilation. Yep, I've been talking about that card too. You have been talking about this card. card. It's so stupid. It's way better than engineered explosives. It's I don't I don't think it's as good because it hits everything that and down. It does not just that number. But you need black and a lot of decks that run engineered explosive. Like you got Luris decks that run engineered explosives because of engineered explosives and Luris. This one pairs well with that. But when you're like going into like Jeskai, where you see. where you see, uh, not Chalice, uh, Engineered Explosives and stuff, or just like any sideboard deck, like Mono Green Stompy also would run a Chalice of the Void and stuff like that. But anyways, Sphere of Annihilation, it's still a good card. Still a good card. Keep your eyes out for that, folks. Okay, so then next up we've got a Orzov Hammer Time. They're splashing black for Dark Confidant and Thoughtseize. Now that's surprising. Typically it's just splash black for Luris. Right. And they got an additional two, uh, the additional playset of Thoughtseize in the sideboard here. But a full-on Dark Confidant playset in the main, which is good. Nope. A lot of the time, you're not going to be, you're going to be losing barely any life because there's nothing above two in here. I mean, clearly, because it's Lurus and shit. Right. Honestly, thinking out loud now, how is Dark Confidant and Lurus style decks not shown up more just because of how they work? Like, if you're guaranteed to be a Lurus deck, you're not losing a lot of life. That's true. But yeah, fifth place. Blue-white control. More of it. Same deck. Uh, not quite. This one doesn't have any Jace the Mind Sculptors in it, surprisingly. Nope. Did the other one have Shark Typhoons? Because this one has Shark Typhoons. Uh, you know, I don't know. I can't remember. I'm looking it up right now. I don't pay attention to It does not have Shark shit. Typhoons. So this, this version did have Shark Typhoons in the main. And an additional in the side. And it's running Embercool... Aeon's torn in the side, I guess, for the mill matchups. Right. Well, the other one was too. So. Right. Ooh, Uh-oh. this one's running a single bless, uh, blossoming calm in the side. White instant. You gain hexproof until oh, your next yeah, turn. Gain two life and has rebound. Yeah, I've thought about uh, experimenting with that in the sideboard for boggles. Like taking place of it over Leyline of Sanctity, so mm-hmm. that that way you can run Luris. No, fuck you. I will never ship that. You're going to run Laris Watch. I will never ship that. You're going to nope. you're going to run Laris Watch. It's too expensive. You're not. I have told you my reasonings behind this. It is too damn expensive of it's a mana not, investment. It's not too damn expensive. It is. It is for boggles it is. 5th place. So I do what I want. You're 6th place. That was 5th place. Yeah. So 6th place we have Laris Jund. Woohoo. Let's see, is this Zoomer Jund or is this Boomer Jund? You know, I don't know. The Jund has had so many iterations in the last, like, six months that I can't keep up with it. I think it's classified as Zoomer Jund because it has Urza's Saga, and that way you can get, like, all the artifacts now. Spellbomb, Pirate Spellbomb, Shadow Spear, and Bobble. Right. Seventh place is Living End. Yeah. More stupid stuff. This one's kind of hard to iterate on and stuff, but... Waker of Waves, solid card in this deck. It's the uh, like pseudo cycle. You pay blue one, and then you look at the top two cards of your library, put one in your hand and the other into your graveyard, and it's a 7-7 that you can reanimate back with Living End. 
seems pretty good. Right. And then rounding out your eighth place is another Zoomer Jund. Good stuff. So on to our upcoming events. We've got Red Bull Untapped is coming back. Hit the website link, not the first one. Well, god damn it. Why do you link it then? So I can put it in the show notes. <sighs> Killing me. Killing me, Smalls. It's 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 better. Except all cookies. I love cookies. Oh, it's not giving me free cookies. Damn it. Red Bull TV app. No. How about not? How is this better than the last link I was on? Okay. Pick your poison then. It's on you. It's like doesn't tell me shit. So Red Bull Untapped is is happening again. For all you people that know, you know. So it's all going to be a mix of standard and historic, looks like. So it's most likely going to all be on Arena. Their links will be in the notes. There's a bunch of different stops. It's happening through October like 15th or 16th through November. Yeah, through November. <laughs> I'm sorry. These links are just totally disorganized, Matt. You're terrible. Yeah, it's your November 27th. Wouldn't be if you did your job. So. <laughs> yeah, so they're all international, stuff like that, whatever. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. It's all free to play. You got to register. Good cash prizes, too. Yep, you get cash or is it prizes. Gem? Is it cash or is it like... I don't uh, know, it doesn't in, say, in Matt. Currency. It doesn't say. Let's click on one and find out. Let's click on this, this one here. All right. For Saturday. At 2 a.m.? Holy shit. I'm not getting up at 2 a.m. to play this. What time zone? Central. Daylight time. <laughs> CDT. 2 a.m. CDT. That's us. Yep. What is it? CDT. CDT? Yeah, CDT. Central daylight time? Be my guess. I don't know. Let's consult this week in time zones. <laughs> we'll get back to you guys next week on that <laughs> we'll when we hit them up. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like there's already 1,700 people signed up for this already out of a 49.99 player cap. People want this. Yep. It's back. It's on. Okay. So event information. Here we go. So yep, registration's open worldwide. Play will begin at 9 Central European time. That is why. So yeah. Deck lists are due 30 minutes before the start of the event. Failure to submit before the event starts will result in removal from the event. Maximum capacity is 49.99 people. Uh, if you register after the cap is reached, you'll be on a wait list. It's a two-day event using standard format. Total prize pool for the tournament is over $20,000. So, fun stuff. The link will be in the show notes. You guys can uh, check it out for yourself if it's something you want to wake up at like 2 a.m. and do. $20,000, 2 a.m.? Five, well, that's not the top. That's the 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 prize pool. Well, fine. So five thousand dollars. Yeah, for the you're first probably prize. looking at about five k for first. Which ain't bad. No, that's not bad at all. I'd take that. That's just a little more than what the uh, arena opens are hosted by Wizards, right? Arena opens are two k. But anyway, before Danny gets to the blog talk, he needs to reach into that fridge and grab me another beer. Let's make a break. Oh, for what? <laughs> I'm just saying, let's make a break so that way I can put it in the edit and put some music in there because we're at like 50 minutes on the record. (laughs) 
Don't worry. We're going to cruise through these news quickies now. I suppose I should probably open that up. Yeah, you probably should. Okay, so let's start off the news quickies with the most important news of all. The band Planeswalker has announced their first live show together. And that's going to be at Hyperspace Metal Festival, Canada's premier melodic and power metal festival, happening April 15th through the 17th of 2022 at the Funky Winker Beans and Rickshaw <laughs> Theater. What? Yes, you heard me right. Canadians are weird. <laughs> the Funky Winker Beans. I double checked oh to make sure I typed that right. So, oh so in order to get into Canada, you have to be fully vaccinated. Yeah, and you gotta have a passport and as well. Passport. Well, I don't have a passport, so. Good news is I don't have either. Passport so takes good. about six weeks to get verified. I don't know if that's changed since COVID has happened and stuff. But who knows? If you want to go to a power metal festival, go check them out. Because not only is Planeswalker. Are we going? There, I think we should. Are we going, Danny? You have till April to get vaccinated and a passport. No, 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 no. He has until like February. No, uh, January because. If you get your submitted for your passport by January, you'll be able to get it by like March, which will give you like enough time in, t- in case shit happens. Yeah, in case it's well, fucked up. Either way, the passport would be fine to have. Yes. Right. Anyway. I've been toying around with getting a passport just to have it. but Yeah, it's what, like 100 bucks and it's like good for 10 years? Something like that. Just maybe. Yeah, it's, it's 100 bucks well spent. This you know, week in international travel. You just go see some power metal. Because friend of the podcast... Jason Ashcraft of Planeswalker. His other band is going to be playing there, Helium Prime, who just dropped a new song last week, Wash Away. And that shit fucking slaps. Jason, if you're listening, it was beautiful. My God, my ears. As for other events, Watsy announced on October 6th that they are partnering up again with Extra Life for their 2021 streaming event. Taking place on November 6th at 4 p.m. Pacific. People watch the stream over on twitch.tv slash magic where there will be a Q&A with Mark Rosewater where you can tell him to quit printing extra turn cards. <laughs> you added that part in. Yes. A vintage <laughs> cube kids. draft with Watsy staff, set booster mini games, and there will also be items for purchase as well, including t-shirts, playmats, and arena sleeves. Net proceeds will be donated to Extra Life benefiting the Seattle Children's Hospital Full details are in the links below. So they got like a Johnny as their logo logo again. Oh, dude, that logo last year was sick. Uh, two years ago. Two years was ago. it two? Oh yeah, that's right. Because the pandemic. Yeah, Pan I forgot. fucking fuck you, pandemic. Fuck you, pandemic. Anyway, hold on. Let me pull it up here, oh Sally. Yeah, we so gotta have a not quick quickie. You know. No, no, no. Because Danny needs to see this. He'd appreciate it. Oh, that's badass, Johnny. That's so badass. Right? I want it. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Judge Academy has some updates and changes happening in 2022. But a few things, uh, but the few things of this in-depth article that are that we are going to mention here are the announcements of 2022 Judge Promos. There are a theme with the first wave of cards, which are Greater Aromancy, Omniscience, Omniscious, sorry, uh, Parallel Lives, Strange Hold, and No Mercy. There will be five more for the second half of 2022 announced at a later date. Uh, judges' fees are now $75 for all levels, but you do not get promos. Uh, the promos are only given for attending physical physical and digital conferences, 
Along with these cards, there will be Judge Academy website overhaul to help more clarity and features. Full article will be below in our show notes. So they only showed two art, the Greater Oromancy and the Omniscience. Oh, my God. Both of them look so fucking good. man. I want the Parallel Lives. We haven't seen the art for Parallel Lives. I still want it. But the Parallel Lives is going to be good. Dude, the Omniscience art. They've only had one art for Parallel Lives, which is the two wolf heads. Yes. That omniscience art. I know, right? It was sick and foil, and also a playmat. That would be a sick playmat. I'm not going to lie. 100% agree. It's very... Do you not get like... Even though Kel- fuck blue, but still, do that's you not badass. Get Keldheim feels with that? No, I get Alaskan Knights. Which is Keldheim, kind of, where it's like really cold, I almost mountain-y. feel like the there's bolus horns in that art. Do you see it? I do see do you it. see it? Upside I down. See, I do see it. No. Oh, yeah, I suppose. And that's the gem of becoming. Yep. Check the links so that way and y'all then, can see the and picture. The, and then the Northern Lights are his wings. Right? Oh, shit, dude. I didn't even see that. That's badass. I'm in. I want this Because wasn't Bolus in the original Omniscience art? No, it was Jace. I thought it was. Oh. Jace was like walking through a whole like rift or whatever and shit. And that's the only art It was a psychonic rift. Fucking psych rift. In-store play returns to Latin America November 5th. Yay! And if I'm not mistaken, I think this is the last one, uh, the last region that still needs to, that needed to have its restrictions dropped. Because APAC happened like two months ago, and before that, then it was like, can't, well, whenever everything happened. But I think Latin America is the last one, so they're going to be opening just like all other openings. Each store will have to comply with government guidance, and if they are comfortable doing so. Uh, the Love Your LGS promotions will be live for the Latin America region starting november 19th earlier today watsi posted an article stating that innistrad crimson vow product will have delays in north america during the pre-release november 12th so specifically it's going to be set boosters they will not be available that weekend and up to november 19th all other products are unaffected emphasize that again yes set Set boosters. boosters set boosters only are Booter, the uh, only booster delayed. you should be buying. Exactly, because set boosters are badass. <laughs> You're down cards, man. I don't know. I like draft boosters still more. Collect. I like collector boosters. You get more rares and set boosters, sir. <sighs> I don't know. It's worth it. Call, you, get call, more, you get more bang for your buck. Call, yes, you do. Call me old school. Call me old school. You're old I, school. I, I appreciate set boosters because it does drive down the prices of rares because you're getting more you rares. You just like having stuff. a lot of cards in your hand, you degenerate blue player. <sighs> okay. Anyway, again... Hasbro CEO brought not again, but Hasbro CEO. <laughs> Here we go again. Here we Brian. go again. Oh, Hasbro Brian. being Hasbro, being no, Brian doing God Brian, Brian things. <laughs> Hasbro CEO Brian Goldner has taken medical leave as of October 10th for an unspecified reason. The previous lead independent director of Hasbro's board, Richard Stoddart, um, will be taking the role as interim um, interim CEO until further notice. Brian Goldner had uh, prostate cancer resolved back in 2014, and people are speculating it might have something to do with like cancer is the reason for his leave. But yeah, I figured, I figured this news is like tossed more towards Big G because I know he holds some stocks <laughs> in this, and I don't know if like interim CEOs cause shit to the stock or anything like that. So they do a little bit. Well, Big G, get at us. So hey Matt, uh, says so check email. 
What the fuck? Yes. Check email. Check email. So I got this one set up because Ultra Pro has announced that they are now accepting Bitcoin as a form of payment. This one seems pretty cool. So uh, an email to those that are on their newsletter states, we are proud to announce the acceptance of select cryptocurrencies through secured transfer on Coinbase Commerce for purchases made on Consumer Direct online store at shop.ultrapro.com. Cryptocurrency is digital currency that operates as a block on a blockchain independent of any company or government. The network are publicly available for those who want to engage with them, allowing individuals or businesses to make transactions anytime, anywhere in the world in real time. UltraPro now accepts the following cryptocurrencies through com- er, Coinbase Commerce, which is Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, DAI, Dogecoin, USD Coin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. More cryptocurrency options will be added as they become available through Coinbase Commerce. UltraPro is committed to continuing to develop with the communities we serve and look forward to offering more ways to do business in the future. Uh, I don't know. When I saw this, I think this is exciting because this seems to be a very, to my knowledge, this is the only place that allows, like magic related, that allows cryptocurrency exchanges for, it's magic, Hmm. magic product adjacent because it's not, you can't get cards and stuff. Like you can do. Are you checking to see if you're a millionaire yet? D- 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 oh. <laughs> I was just seeing where I was at. Shiba Shiba had a good weekend this weekend. If I understand, yeah, Shiba's crypto. still having a good week. We have uh, Seal that was like promoting the crap out of that. I was like, you guys got to get it. D- d- Seal, if you're still listening, if you're still listening, Seal, did you make like 4K on that alone? Like you put 200 in and you got 4,000 out of it. So correct me if I'm wrong, but we'll continue here. That would be 38, sir, not 4K. Potato, tomato. Fuck. No, god damn it, you and your it's, it's not the Anyways, it's not it's how potato, this works, potato. So cryptocurrencies as a way to like engage in commerce, I figure isn't gonna be important because if a big business like Ultra Pro is doing this, how long is it gonna be until you start seeing like Channel Fireball Channel Fireball Marketplace, which is now out, by the way, just gonna tack that on here. Channel Fireball Channel Fireball Marketplace is available. Have you guys been on there yet? Nope. It's very, nope. it's a nice interface. It shows you the cards and stuff. It's very, very nice. And the fun fact, I just want to point this out here. I have a CFB Pro membership, and I got a crap ton of credit <laughs> sitting fucking the, whale sitting in the back there. God, you're a whale. So I'm gonna be picking up some of them fetch lands that we've been talking about that have been dropping down in price. You're such a fucking whale. Anyways, <laughs> cryptocurrencies with magic product, man. I think that is. I don't know. I wanted to bring this up because I feel like it's a good indicator that the magic world can be like adjusting to crypt- cryptocurrencies because it's like the next big buzz that's happened in 2021 is the whole cryptocurrency hype. Not only with like the Dogecoin happening, Dogecoin AMC shit happening in the beginning of the year, and then you got Shiba Coin coming up, and then all these other like careful careful with your cryptocurrencies folks if you got the likes of some sort of youtube personality like shilling you a a stupid sounding cryptocurrency be hesitant it's a very good chance that's like a pumping up kind of scheme stick with bitcoin ethereum i guess dogecoin is starting to get up in that ranks and shit but be on the lookout cryptocurrencies is people are wanting it to become a thing and with ultra pro now allowing 
exchanges or payment through this. I feel it's important. Do you guys got any comments on that? No. Danny. Fuck cryptocurrency. <laughs> Danny, you got it. You got you got a lot in Chiba. A lot of socks, yes, but a lot of money, no. Womp. Well, I put in very little. My money's tripled just this weekend. But again, that's only forty bucks. That's tripled. It's still pretty good for whatever you put in. Yeah, that ain't bad. Forty like forty four dollars is what I put in. Dope. But yeah. It's nice when you can buy two million shares for twenty bucks. If I'm not mistaken, okay, so like this week in cryptocurrencies and markets, I guess. Um the Motley Fool. They were taught was it the Motley Fool? Who the fuck was I listening to that I was talking Who about? Who the fuck knows, man? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's there's some online cryptocurrency stock thing I was listening to where they're talking about is they're projecting Shiba coin to make it to like six cents by next year. I would be happy with like that. Like a full six cents. I would be happy with that. You would be stupid rich and we can live off a we can be no you could be our sugar daddy. No. JB. So I was I was I was just hoping like I just want Shiba to hit with hit what Dogecoin hit. There's no way she was. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I I, th- I know it's. There's no way, but I, that's what I'm just hoping for. You you got to remember though, Dogecoin sat at like six cents for a long time. Yeah, it was stupid cheap. And I know again, Seal in 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 the Twitch, you're still here. Th- he says throwing a hundred bucks right now, and you're gonna make good. Um. Oh no, in the in the uh, the Discord. I know he mentioned that he put in some money in there and he dropped out at a 40% profit. He's not very skept- He's not very in on the idea of Shiba Coin being like a long-term prospect because of the amount of coin that they're mining. He said there's like, what, there's 417 a tr- trillion or something like that? There's No, there's there's uh, one quadrillion. One quadrillion. Is their ceiling. That's their ceiling, yeah. So. But it, 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 well, it doesn't really matter because... Like I put forty bucks in there. It's like, hey, if I make money, I make money. If not, I'm out forty bucks. Like, there's worse things I've spent forty bucks on. Right. That I, <laughs> what are you? That, just, that well, I don't well, remember sp- spending that, forty bucks on. Though I do want to preface the fact right now, the American God this week in fucking markets. Finance, right, this week Jesus. in finance. I mean, more than just like magic finance, but I know that the the American government right now they're working on legislation and stuff to that way. So that way they can like start regulating forms of cryptocurrency income. Uh, I can't remember the full details, and I do know it involves like the PayPal crypto market because yep. you can buy cryptocurrencies only select few on on PayPal, and because of that, there's they're going to be taxing that stuff. So I guess a little asterisk to the side of this: be careful, like what kind of exchanges and stuff that you're making in on this because there's a good chance that you might get shafted by the government because this is a whole new fucking territory. So, like, this could just be hearsay, but that bill that they're trying to pass is apparently looking at everyone, anyone's bank accounts and, like, money transfers and all that. Yeah, they're looking at, like, PayPal and stuff. So they're trying to to jew people out on third-party selling. There's... God, what was, what was I reading? Um, I think it was on. Oh, Magic Financial Aid. They were talking about how uh, this new legislation that's going to be going through any money that is made above 
six hundred dollars on PayPal. Yep. PayPal. So PayPal is like kind of one of the things that I watch. Well, yeah. Because that's I don't know. I I see PayPal as a very like front leader in online digital exchanges, and now that oh, they yeah, have cryptocurrency, sure. yep. like they're pretty big. But people. They, they do good. And the thing that makes them, I feel more important is that like legislators and stuff, they're going to be focusing on them because PayPal has the, the weight behind of being PayPal that they're fine with acknowledging PayPal being PayPal as compared to some other brand that's below like PayPal. I think they're going to be paying attention more to PayPal than like a Venmo or a Google Pay kind of a thing. And because of this, if they're going to be looking at any kind of income that's coming above $600 into PayPal. So, so the, the whole uh, argument with that is a lot of people use PayPal to transfer money in between roommates. Uh, family like hey can i borrow this amount of money oh yeah here's a thousand dollars i know but oh hey we're we now see you got a thousand dollars we're gonna tax you six percent of that yeah we're gonna be fucked because right now my wife and i that's how we exchange like she pays her portion of the bills like all all the bills come out of my checking account and stuff and she paypals me all this money and stuff for her portion of the bills and it's like Great, this works amazing because yeah. I know like it's, PayPal is secure. But it's now it's like the government trying to get more money so they can fuck it over for everyone else. It's the, it's it's so they can pay the hundred people that are in Congress that are one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year and not do jack shit. We got seal in the in the chat. So oh yeah, fuck I, taxes, I know, I know income tax is theft. Well, income tax income income tax came because of World War One. Yeah, because they had to like fund the war. That's, I don't know. I'm and, like, and they never lot they never. Took it away ever since. I'm on the I'm on the fence. Like I feel I understand the point of income tax. Like if income tax goes to like pay for good programs, like give us get, make sure people on social securities. What does it? I, I'm aware. In concept, it sounds amazing. Here's In the, practice, here's the you thing. Got people that here's, are fucking this Here's the up. thing about social security. That's a separate tax. Yeah, I know. That's not even part of income tax, and we don't get anything from that because we. Well, first off, we're too young for it. But our I'm, our folks, we I'm, never will. We never will because social it. security will be gone, long it's because, gone before because, we can ever draw. Oh, hey, we're gonna bail out the banks with a social security fund. Watch PayPal. It's gonna be one getting bailed. Okay, let's not let's not walk down this. PayPal fucking, won't get bailed out because it's there's no reason for it to be bailed out. Let's let's not walk down this fucking depressing path of fucking finance. But with finance, how about we actually talk about magic finance? Where maybe there's a little bit of a cheer. <laughs> maybe there's a silver lining. <laughs> Talrand Sky Summer this week in politics. Right? Yep. Oh boy, Talrand. Oh man. We go on rants. <sighs> Most of them comical, but some of them are pretty serious. I feel this one's pretty serious. Like I said, I mean, like, what, like I said, most of them are comical, just, but some of them are just, pretty serious. We're schmucks with microphones, that right? Nobody like our, is like our be intro to. this morning for this evening, not morning. What the fuck? How old are you? <laughs> I am that you old. Forget why you God come here. You forget it. what time it is. <laughs> Remember, you folks. forget your name. Fuzzin's tattooed on your head. It's not tattooed on my head. We can make it that way. Yet. Fucking crazy. Okay. <laughs> so in the finance section, we read an amazing article off of MTG Stocks called the Weekly Winners article. In there, they have three to five cards that are moving up in price that they want to bring to our attention, and then three to five cards that are moving down in price that they want to bring to our attention. So let's start this off with the number one weekly winner, Noxious Ghoul. Girls. Oh, God, you would be excited about that. I am. This is like one of my staple cards that I love for the long time. This card was like a buck. For the longest time, and now with Undead Unleashed, it's moving up. I'll tell you about this card before we continue on any further. Noxious Ghoul, black, black, three for a 3-3 three, three zombie. Whenever Noxious Ghoul or another zombie 
comes into play, all non-zombie creatures get neg one, neg one, tail end of turn. Gross. This is so stupid. This card jumped up Ugh. 948%, now chilling at se- er, $17, Wow. Can't oh, read numbers now? Can't read numbers. So the article comes up on Friday. We record on Monday. If there's any price discrepancies between the two dates, we'll let you know. As of right now, market price on this card is $11.55, and the average price is around $11.14. So just a little shy of what it was on Friday. But the foils of this card are fifty-seven ninety-four because this came out in Legions, and it is the third printing of this. It had a printing in the list and Planes Chase, but this one is the Legions printing that's moving up, and it's moving up because oh boy, our goblins, they're the goblins, the vamp. Oh Jesus, I'm getting my tribe. Come on, dude. <laughs> Zombies. Zombie. Zombies uh, are the tribe in vogue right now. Wow. Let's just let's just go down the list. Go down the list. Rats. We'll eventually hit it. Shapeshifters. We talked about this birds. earlier. Foxes? No. <laughs> that was last Boggles. Week. Boggles. Beasts. They're Elves. beasts, sir. Elves. Elves. Korean Ranger. Great card. Not seeing yes. enough play. Yes, it is. It's in <laughs> my le- it's in my legacy deck. Anyways. Do I, do I have to censor both of you? Noxious Ghoul moving up in price <laughs> because of zombies being in vogue. And with the Undead Unleashed Commander deck, it's it's really good. So the we were talking about in the Salt Report. That was one of the cards that like got me a big advantage because I reanimated it with like twenty other zombies and like wiped the board. It's a powerful card. It's it's twelve dollars. I mean, it's possible that it can get reprinted in like a secret layer. It got reprinted in the list. I think it was the Keldheim list. So if you get Keldheim set boosters, you have a chance to open it up in there. But all of them moving up in price. I'm being censored. <laughs> you could talk. <laughs> My microphone was being violated. God damn it. <laughs> it's only because you can't reach the board. I could easily move over there. Oh, that's right. You stole my rolly chair, bitch. <laughs> Got in here earlier. Ooh. I'm sorry. Next in the weekly winners, we have All Runs Epiphany. That should be banned. From Yep. We were talking about this earlier. So All Runs Epiphany, more details on this card. It's blue, blue, five for a sorcery. Create two one, one blue bird creature tokens with flying. Take an extra turn after this one. Exile All Runs Epiphany. And it has foretell for four blue blue so during your turn you may pay to and exile this card from your hand face down cast it at a later turn for its foretell cost so this is uh the 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 powerhouse standard card and after like we were mentioning the list scott announced earlier people were speculating this to be like the card in standard to be like dominating it all and it kind of showed that it did good like the grixis decks weren't doing good but like the is it Dragon decks that had only three of Ulrund Epiphanies were still doing good. So this is a card that still has potential in standard. This card jumped up 54% to $17.40. But as of today, it is $14.91, average price of $18. So that means that people online are selling them for around $18, but people are buying them still around $14. Foil prices of this card are $19.87. This has a few different uh, printings. You got the, uh, not extended art, the alt- alternative art, yep. which, which is around the same price, $16.40. You got the, the stamped pre-release card as well. And then there's a promo pack Keldheim. I don't know what makes this one the promo pack. doesn't even have like the, the Planeswalker stamp. But this card's moving up because Oh, of, go back down. 
Go back down. Check the bottom right corner. There's words there compared to the other one. No, oh, never mind. Never mind. I'm also 10 feet away from your computer, so. You are. Right. Don't worry. <clears throat> Sooner or later, I will get that, like, 32, 42-inch TV right there. 42? Get, like, a 75. Yeah. I'm not taking up the whole fucking wall. 42. Right Do there. it. Take up the whole wall. Get a fucking projector. Mount a projector right there and just fucking <laughs> right under the wall. That actually, that actually might be better. A lot I'll cheaper. Think of, not, I'll th- I don't know about cheaper, but it's I'll better. think about a projector. Next in the weekly winners, we have Child, Child of Alara. Child of Alara. Yeah, stupid as shit. So this is a- God, wo- he really skyrocketed. A Wooberg 6-6 legendary creature avatar with trample, and when it is put into the graveyard from play, destroy all non-land permanents, they can't be regenerated. Great commander card. This card jumped up. 122% to $16.75 as of Friday. But as of today, the price is around $11. Average price is $21. Foils of this Conflux card are $66. Oh my God, I should sell mine. And it only had one printing, uh, additional printing, the From the Vault Annihilation printing. Yep. That's a only a foil, and those are going for 24 bucks right now. But the main reason for this card moving up in price, which kind of caught me off guard is that it was brought up in uh, a 99-card land deck, a 99 Mazes End deck brought up by the Commander's Quarters on YouTube. <laughs> and that's the only thing that people are like, this is why this card is moving up a price. Commander Qu- Commander's Quarters has a pretty good following on YouTube, and mentioning cards and stuff like this, he, nice. can, he can move it. So, yeah, it has a full list of the deck below if you want to check that out. How much is the deck? Oh, I lied. It's not 99 lands. There's... Uh, no, those are all MDFCs, sir. Oh, shit. They are MDFCs. It is 99 lands at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As so I was just looking at that, I'm like, oh, it's not 99 lands. And I'm like, wait, MDFC, 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 MDFC. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, expensive at <laughs> the deck. Oh. Uh, overall deck costs, you could buy it for $16 on no, TCG Player. that's not it. Yeah, that can't be because the commander is $21.26. Excluding, excluding the commander. Because if you look at all these cards, they're like $0.20, cents, $0.25. Cents. Right. There's a dollar card right there. There's another dollar card right there. I don't know, man. It's 16 bucks without the commander. You can you can proxy up a child of Alara. I have one. Other people who don't have one, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I had him before he was good. You did. You did. And oh, also with Child of Alara, it did spike up like last year whenever they changed the commander graveyard rule. Yep. Uh, it was like bulk because the way it worked is like it would hit the graveyard and you'd have to choose to put it in your command zone. And if you chose to put it in your command zone, it wouldn't trigger the death or the, the graveyard or death trigger or whatever it was. Yeah. Because it was like a replacement effect. But now that changed and death triggers work for commanders now. And that's what bumped up Child of Alara. I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the podcast. We did. We did. Because, yeah, that's when I changed the CSA. You want to talk about some cheap pickups now? I suppose. Perfect. Okay, so first cheap pickup, we have the Book of Exalted Deeds sitting at $7.25 and slowly trending downward. Wah, wah, wah. The Princing of Fuel of Ruin, I bet, has dwindled that as a oh, I'm sure. winning combo in I'm standard. Sure. And you got Cleansing Wildfire in standard still, too. Oh, shit, you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I know because I run it in my equipment deck mainboard just because of that interaction. I kill Faceless Havens whenever I see them. Smart move. Yep. So next up we have Brea Ethereum Shaper. The Commander 16 printing is sitting at $5.43 and it is slowly trending downward. 
And then last but not least, we have the Zendikar Rising print of Lotus Cobra sitting at $2.89. And this one is slowly moving back up again. So keep an eye on it. Uh, noted here, as of today, the Zendikar Rising one is at is buying, selling at $3. It's moving up. Hey, it's, this is a perfect plug for uh, you know what? It is. So... If you want to be selling, if you have a, a, a crap ton of Lotus Cobra and you hear this and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to make bank, go check out our friends at TCG Sniper where you can plug in this card into their website, set a notification to be notified when other sellers are starting to sell them at like five bucks a pop. You'll get an email, a Discord notification, or a text message of when that happens. And then you can jump in right away and start selling your Lotus Cobras at that price. But it also works in the reverse. If you want to be buying a child of alar like you think that it's going to be dropping down in price like there's no way that this thing is going to be holding at 20 some bucks let's uh it, it'll drop down to like 10 15 bucks again at some point you plug that into tcg sniper set the desired price you'll get notified when people on tcg player are selling them for that and then you click on the link and you'll buy it at that price and you become a happy magic player highly recommend checking them out if you're conscious at all of like uh, selling or buying cards or just like you have your pet cards that you want it's like oh i'm trying to finish this commander deck i want these like x cards you you plug them into tcg sniper and you just be a patient magic player and you'll pick them up like two five dollars two to five dollars or more on discount because it's inevitable if a card's not getting any attention it's going to move down in price so go over there, check out tcgsniper.com. Mention that us over here at This Week in MTG sent you. You will get three months free of their plus program, which means you'll get 50 cards or sealed product to enter in and get notified on when they move up or down in price. Highly recommend. And uh, before we close out the, the finance section here, I do have another note. I want to bring up the, the next. So SCG, every week they have a weekly... Uh, a weekly sale. This one I figure is important again. Last one I brought up were the uh, secret layer singles. But this week it is 10% off all sealed product. So you can get booster box, fat packs, there's arena starter kit and stuff you could buy on here, collector boosters, commander decks, all for 10% off. If you're interested in any of these, I think it's worth checking out. Any any percentage save. And I mean, you can like Pitch in your cards, sell your cards to SEG if you want. We're not sponsored or anything by them, but I don't know. I want you yes. guys to be like conscious magic players when it comes to picking up shit. If you want the new Prosper Tonebound deck or you want the Undead Unleashed, now is the time to get in on those. Check out SEG.com. Links in the description down below. Also, we mentioned this earlier, but I just want to highlight the fact again that zombies are in quote unquote vogue. <laughs> Those cards are moving up in price everywhere. Last week, we were talking about Undead Warchief. Undead Warchief is still moving up in price. This card is just under 14 bucks as of today. That's the one that pumps uh, makes zombies cost one less, and then it pumps your zombies plus two, plus one. And uh, Akarek, the Arc Lich, is around the same price as well. And that's a new card from Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. And the final one in the weekly win or not the weekly winners in the finance section I want to mention about Worldfire. Guess what? It's finally starting to drop. I feel bad for people that bought it at like fucking twenty bucks or whatever. <laughs> Dumbasses. People are selling them online for eight dollars eighty seven cents. Foils, 
they're going to be slow to like trend down. But if you want to get a world fire, which is the recently unbanned card in commander for red, 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 six exile or permanence, exile all cards from hands and graveyards. Each player's life total becomes one. It's now sub $9. If you're interested in building this kind of deck, plug it into TCG sniper phone. It drops down to like five bucks. There you go. There's your finance section this week. Not only did we talk crypto, but we talked magic. What did we? <laughs> oh, we talked magic on a magic podcast? No way. Holy shit, are we a magic podcast? Oh my god, Guys. maybe we are. Holy shit. I thought this we week We found at, our niche. I thought this week in MTG was this week in meetings. <laughs> it's just without the vowels, you know? Like okay, sure. the younger generation do. Are we That old? would be MTNG cuz N is not a vowel, sir. Touche. Touche. Learn Danny. spell. Danny. We're moving to deck of the week. You want to tell us about it? Um no, because our our audience never voted. Uh we so got no seal deck flipper. of the week. No deck of the week. See seal flippers get it. Gets it. MTG. I don't know. I like your uh the one that you shared. The one that you shared first. No, no, there's was... only one link. I clicked on it. I thought we had already decided let's, then. Let's do the shenanigans. That, be... that was the only that's the only link. Was it the shenanigans? Well, yeah. that's the only link that's in there, but we were talking yeah. about another one earlier. Yeah, oh. let's do the shenanigans one. Because we've been on a kick, like, talking about these harmonic prodigies. <laughs> harmonic prodigy style interactions and shit. So I think it's fair. Our ma- our, our listeners will understand the, the core concept, and we can, like, go on from there. Yeah, this is totally daddy's wheelhouse. <laughs> right? And he's getting into blue, everybody. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> That the, the, was the thing I just saw. It's like, oh, this works. Really, what what sold me was Gutter Snipe. You get a deck with a Gutter Snipe. We got to get you that Modern Harmonic Prodigy deck together so badly. Yeah, we do. So badly. So this week, like Matt says, it's going to be a blue deck, but it's not blue deck. It's red deck with a lot of blue. Blue and red. So it's, uh, what is it, Viren? That's how you say it? Viren, the voice of duality? Yeah, it's the... Commander from the Commander Precon and Strixhaven. Yep. So Yefreet Wizard. Red blue one for Yefreet Wizard. Set two two with Magecraft. Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, Varen's voice of deer uh, duality gets plus one plus one until end turn. If you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, causes you to tr- a trigger ability to of a permanent you control to trigger. That ability triggers an additional time. We'll, we'll give you a second here, Magic Folk, to shout out loud what you think this deck is going to be doing. Danny stuff. Yes. <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> uh, so creatures, just a quick rundown. We have Archmage, uh, Emerus, Electrostack Fields, Goblin Electromancer, Goblin Flectomancer. We have Gutter Snipe. Whoop. Uh, Harmonic Prodigy, as Matt was saying. Um, Litter, di- uh, Disciple of the Drowned, M- uh, was it Mizzix? Mizzix. Mizzix of Isma- uh, Magnus. Uh, we have Murmuring Mystic. We have Octava Living Th- uh, Tice. Octavia Living Thesis. This Whatever. card This card I like a lot. This card I like a lot. Yep. It's uh, pretty high cost, especially for these two colors. Cost eight less if you have eight or more instances of sorcerers in your graveyard. Guess True. what? You can do that pretty easily. So it's a two True. mana eight eight. <laughs> that'll I'm be just, making. I'm just saying it's. Uh, that'll be making two eight eight krakens 
octopus. That's true. That is true. I want to build this deck. Oh, no, no, target creature gets base power 8-8. So you dealt, you got to make double creatures. You can make your gutter snipe into an 8-8 and swing after you shock him. That is true. Um, then we have uh, Sakajima of Thousand Faces, Spark Double, Skelkite, Storm Kiln Artist, Thalrad, Sky Summoner, and whatever. Uh, and then Wandering um, Archaic. Right? Okay. Words are hard, guys. Help me out, yeah. man. Yeah, wandering archaic. There we go. Uh, so that's what sixteen creatures in a pretty good deck of spell casting. For sorcerers, we have eight of them. Let's just go with uh, Mizzix Saint uh, Mastery, Past in Flames, Ponder, Preordained, Time Spiral, Time Twister, Wheel of Fortune, and Windfall. So a lot of this deck price comes from Time Twister. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll cover that. It's yeah, like that's what, the, this deck is pretty cheap. Compar- yeah, without, if, if, without it does, if it doesn't time twister or wheel of fortune. Yep, or or time spiral. I think time spiral is a hundred bucks now, right? Two hundred and four bucks. Still cheaper than wheel of fortune or right. time twister. But that's eleven hundred dollars that you're yep. saving. Yeah, right in three eleven thousand cards. Yep, eleven thousand dollars. Yep, not eleven hundred. Um, then for. Uh, instances we have 29 of them which is really where this deck should be at if not even more you're playing on everybody else's turn but your own <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, we have Aether Vise, Bolt Bend Brainstorm, Chaos Warp Consider, Psychonic Rift Deflecting Swat Factor Fiction, Fierce Garden Chip, uh, Force Fork, it's it's a French oh, it's fork. Uh, I suppose yeah Frantic Search, Increasing Vengeance, Lightning Bolts, Mana Drain, Narset's Reversal, Opt, Radiance, Reality Shift, Redirect, Reroute, Reset, Reverberate, Ricochet Trap, Shout, or Shunt, uh, Stife, Sun Substitution, Swan Song, Swerve, and Wild Ricochet. Wild Ricochet is stupid. Fuck that card. I love you too, JB. No, you don't. <laughs> Fuck you. Listen back like five, six episodes on a on assault report for that one. <clears throat> and then for artifacts, there's only nine of them. Pretty stereotypical commanders. So we have Arcane Signet, Felwar Storm, a stone, Lightning Greaves, um, Liquid Metal Torque, Primal Amulet, Soul Ring, Swiftfoot Swiftfoot Boots, Talisman of Creativity, and Thought Vessel. Um, only running three enchantments in this deck. They have precognition fields, rhystic studies, and thousand year storm. All very useful enchantments there. That is true. And then for lands, running thirty four of them, we have command tower, exotic orchard, fable passage, homeward path, eleven islands, ten mountains, mystic sanctuary, prismatic vista, reflecting pool, re- regulatory tower. Scalding Tarn, uh, sc- um, yeah, Tarn, I don't know why I second-guessed myself. Scavenger Grounds, Steam Vents, Training Centers, and Volcanic Island. He does have, or this person does have, seven considering cards. Um, They're considering Dockside Exortionist, Niv-Mizzet, Smothering... Perun. Yeah, well, either way, it's still Niv-Mizzet. Uh, smothering Egg, and then they're also considering putting Dramatic Reversal. Reiterates and rest are reset along with 
Isochron Scepter. Yeah, with the Isochron Scepter, that's like Isochron. a really good com- combo in this overall deck. So, And as we were saying, this deck is stupid expensive because of those three cards. It's currently sitting at $10,338.62. Take them out. This is like nothing. Yep. It's exactly what I was thinking. You could get a couple hundred, like it's a couple hundred dollars then. Like. So, yeah, Time Twister, if for some reason it's not letting me show it. Time Twister right now on TCG is sitting at 92.50. So that alone, you're at $1,000. Um, Take out the 500 from uh, Wheel of Fortune and Time Spiral. Yeah. That's 500 bucks. And then. So, yeah, it's $500 deck for a commander deck. That's going to be pretty good. Yeah, like pretty comparatively. And the and the crazy thing is like there's so much you could put Galvatic Iteration in here, the one from Midnight Hunt to copy. I, uh, no, stop it. Quit telling people about this degenerate blue shit. And I think you would really benefit having the War of the Spark uh Ralzeric because whenever you cast or copy a spell, it deals the damage and then it's plus one scries. It's a planeswalker. Seems pretty solid to help like churn through your deck and be dealing damage as you go and then with having all these draw cards ponder preordain and stuff uh, uh, brainstorm consider all very good all very good i do feel memory maybe maybe memory deluge also from innistrad midnight hunts could be a card that gets looked at here more degenerate blue shit hey hey we're in my wheelhouse now, <laughs> we have, so. yeah we, we we've got a theme going here Danny, Danny's getting close to my side of the 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 seesaw here. No, I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna convince him. So because that one went pretty quick, I'm gonna pull up the other one that Ooh, I was. Ooh, look at that! You get double deck of the week. D- don't want to like talk about any of this stuff because you're like casting instants and sorceries, doubling damage. Everyone knows what I do. Uh, yeah, electrostatic field. Like I mean, w- my question is, why is there no thermal alchemist in here? You're casting these spells that you can like. Then double I, up on with your yeah, commander. I, I, yeah, it would be great to have it. Varen and having Harmonic Prodigy. The only thing. So, as the thing, I just saw the deck and it's like, oh, I obviously saw Gutter Snipe, like Sack Field. It's like, oh, hey, I want to talk about this deck because those are two, I guess, staples that I have in Modern. I guess the one deck I have them in. But. Yeah, I would probably put in Electrostatic Field, not Electrostatic Field, but Thermal Alchemist in there. Um, probably take out Electrostatic Field. No, for you it. keep Electrostatic well, Field in. It it's like why not take away some of the uh, the the artifacts and stuff? Like maybe go down on the Liquid Metal Torque. I don't know why this isn't here. Target non-land permanent becomes an artifact in addition to its other types, and it's not like you got a crap ton of things that are like destroy target artifact in here. So like change that for Thermal Alchemist, and then yeah, I, I do say Ralzeric would be a good addition. You're dealing damage going through, and then that also copies spells. I would I would then also put in Torbran. Torbrand would be good. Torbrand would be good. So, gutter snipes and all that stuff are dealing extra. Is there anything else that like d- damages when you cast a, a caster something? Um, Aria of Flame, is that in here? Ooh, Aria of Flame would be good. Yeah, because you give your opponent life, 10 life, and then each spell afterwards is dealing damage. That would be a good enchantment as yeah. well. Yeah. I used to run that in modern. 
Dude, Aria Flame is a powerful card that we haven't seen in any top eight modern top eights. Because once it gets or played, thirty twos. Because once it gets played, they take the ten life and then they blow it up. Yeah, now is not a good time because everyone's packing art of, or enchantment hate because of yeah. the saga. So, but yeah, I it's I saw it. It's like oh, cause I, I got bored at work for a while, and then it's like hey, look at the deck, and then hey, this looks fun. Yeah, and I don't think you're gonna be bad if you like. Yeah. Oh, this is good. This deck looks good. Bolt Bend. Probably a card that I think more people should be playing. Three and a red instant. The spell costs three less to cast if you control a creature with power four or greater. And then you can change the target of spell or ability with a single target. It's like the poor man's deflecting swat. Yep. This thing is beast. And more decks should be looking at this card. If you want a deflecting swat, Bolt Bend is a good replacement. And now for uh, another kind of cheaper shenanigan deck a danny special <laughs> an actual danny special it, this is this was a uh, kind of just a edh wreck brainchild so we have everyone's favorite goblin uh grum gully the generous green red one um his ability is each other non-human creature you control gets enters battlefield with additional plus one plus one counter on it it's a three three so we'll just go through creatures and all that stuff like i did last time so we have Armorcraft Judge, Beast Whisperer, Beetlebat, a Beetleback Chief, Birds of Paradise, Bloom Hulk, Crater Hoof Behemoth, Evolution Stage. You guys can stop whenever you guys want to comment on something. Uh, Fertilid, Forgotten Ancient, Goblin, uh, Anorachromancer. There we go. Uh, Goblin Investigator, Goblin Matron, Goblin Trackmaster, Goblin Warchief, Herd Balth. Hobgoblin Bandit Lord, Incubation Druid, Krinko Mob Boss, Lanaware Augur, Loyal Guardian, Perforos, God of the Forge, Sakurano um, Tribe Elder, Sakura Tribe Elder, uh, Sage Gang Commander, Soul of the Harvest, Toski, Bear of Secrets, Wildwood Scorch for the creatures. As you guys can all probably figure it out, it's kind of a heavy goblin deck. Because why not? Goblins and plus ones. Yep. For sorceries, we have Blasphemous Axe, Courage and Christ, our Crisis, Cultivate, Dragon Font Fodder, Harmonize, Hoarding Outburst, Crodomance uh, Reach, Krinko's Command, Overwhelming Stampede, Rampant Growth, and last but not least, last but not least, Sky Shroud Claim for some more e mana ramp. Now for the instances, just seven of them. We have Chaos Warp, Grill Charm, Inspiring Call, Cross's Grip, Naturalize, uh, Pyroblast, and S- Snakeskin Veil. Moving on to artifacts, we have Altar of the Broad, uh, Broad, Arcane Signet, Commander Sphere, Grill Signet, Lightning Greaves, Skull Clamp, Soul Ring, Swift Foot Boots, and the Great Henge. Gotta love that plus one, plus one, and card draw. Enchantments, we have the good old Beastmaster Ascension, Branching Evolution, Hardened Scales, Impact Tremors, Parallel Lives, Rhythm of the Wilds, and Zenkar Resurgent. And lands, this is probably the highest of my lands that I have in most commander decks with 39. Uh, we have uh, Cider Glaive, Command Tower, Evolving Wilds, Fable Passage, Firelight Tricket, Game Trail, Grill Signet, Grill Turf, Highland Forest, My Raid uh, Landscape, 
Root Hood, uh, wow, Root Bound Crag, uh, Rugged Highlands, Sheltered Thicket, Snow Covered Forest. We have 10 of, we have 10 Snow Covered Mountains, Spiral Garden, uh, Stomping Ground, Temple of Abandon, Thriving Bluff, Thriving Grove, and Timber Gorge. Again, this is a kind of a budget commander at 323.39. My only comment on this deck is you're in green. You have better ramp spells than Arcane Signet, Commander Sphere, Gruel Signet, and Soul Ring. Like those could all get taken out for like better dueling ramp cards. Like Hour of Promise would be pretty good. Again, budget. Right, it's budget. But you take those ones out, you can get good Again, ramp cards. Budget. You can get good ramp cards. You could build this deck, play it, and then build on it. Right. Like most of my commander decks. The plus one counters. The the amount of synergies, like if you want to go high end, you can definitely get jeez, ah, not parallel lives. What's the doubling season? There we go. Because you got branching evolution, which is like a pseudo. So the reason I like parallel lives over doubling season is for the fact if you run into the infect player, it doesn't double infect. Doubling season doubles infect. It does. So that is why I don't play doubling season. And also parallel lives is cheaper than doubling season. Yes. Yes, very much so. Doubling so therefore season is still like 50 or 60 bucks even after it's Battle Bond reprint. Yep. Well, it went up because of Battle masters. Bond. Double Masters. There we go. Double Masters. It also had a Battle Bond print, but yeah, it had it a Double Masters. was the most recent one. Yep. But yeah, that's like most of my commanders are pretty cheap considering what I have in them. So that Bloodspore Th- uh, Thranix, it's Devour 1 and then... It's four mana for a 2-2 with Devour 1, and then each creature enters the battlefield with an additional plus one, plus one counter equal to the number of plus one, plus one counters on Bloodspore Thranix. That could be a good one in here as well, because you can like eat up the tokens and have like five counters, and then all your creatures come in and get plus five, plus five initially, and Grumgully will make it a six if it's out. Yeah. So, double or Hardened Scales would double that. Branching Evolution would double that. And so, stuff. so so I was that would be a good addition. Looking maybe. looking at like these, I guess looking over the deck once I kind of finalized the the list, it seems more of build around Krimko. Yeah, yeah, mob bosses, the mob boss, just mob boss. Yep, yep. Just around him, just for the fact. Okay, well, a lot of them are goblins, so you're basically instantly moments first time you tap them, you're getting at least three or four. Yep, and then just doubles afterwards every single time and then i guess game win is either overwhelming stampede or crater rough should probably put a triumph of the word in there Nah, just gonna say that right now nah. keep the infect alive nah. triumph of the horde nah. do it i have that in my mono green deck i don't need to run more <laughs> you gotta have more triumph of the horde is so good that's just me speaking as an infect player but yeah potato tomato it's a lulz deck. My, it's a lulz win in my mono green deck. This seems like a good counter deck. Good counter tribal because it does have the, the, the goblins and the plus one counters. Are you going to put this together then? Possibly. I don't know. My, my you hug, got a lot my, of these my, cards, right? My like hugs a, deck's kind of gotten my attention right now. We'll have to talk about that one maybe more next week then if that's the case. That hugs deck is pretty fun. We'll probably I thought we it. talked about it a couple weeks ago. Was it a couple weeks ago? Yeah, th- we did. No, I, oh, was it? I thought you had to dip out. Be- oh, no, you came back on for that. Yep. Was that when you came back on for your over yep. Discord? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's when that one was. 
go back, uh, I don't know, four or five episodes to listen to that for Deck of the Week. Or just follow us on Moxfield. You can do that. I'm basically making a deck every three days, seems like. Consistently once a week, he pops out something new. Consistently yep. once a week. He's always coming to us as like, I just dropped a new deck in the in, in, in our group chat that we got. Again, it's a lot of budget starting decks that you can build and then make your own. So yeah. Highly, highly recommend looking at Danny has his own file on our mox fields so that way you can look at the decks that he specifically makes. Yeah, I'm trying to beat Matt and he's he just he I, just well, you're still ahead of me. Am by I? like a I couple. I thought we were both at twenty four now. Uh, I thought you were on twenty six. Well, if you look at that, I'm gonna say thank you, Magic Folk, for making it to the end of this episode one oh nine of this week in MTG. You making it to the end of this just proves that you are a fucking amazing person. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're listening to the end of this. If you made it, I don't know, like hit us a message saying, in fact, is the best. No, it's and, not. <laughs> and then we'll know you made it to the end. But check us out on all better pod or on all platforms where better podcasts can be found. Jesus, that was a bit of a tongue twister. Not really, but still. Wow. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. You can also follow us on YouTube and Twitch where we live stream every Monday night around 7 o'clock. Go follow, subscribe, so that way you know when we do that. You can find us on a bunch of different places around the internet. As Danny was saying, you can follow our Moxfield account where he is very prolific with his deck updates and stuff. I got decks up there. JB is on his own. He has his own Moxfield. You go to Moxfield and just type in Janky Bog. You'll find his decks that he has there. Uh, if you want to find us any other place on the internet, like Twitter, YouTube, or Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, we have a Linktree account. So that's linktree.com slash, or linktree.com slash this week in MTG. You'll find us. And then it'll have all of our links and a nice way to find us after that. Let's see. Patrons. Thank you, patrons, for supporting us. Greatly appreciated. If you guys also, we have playmats. Hit us up if you want us to send you some playmats. They're 20 bucks a pop. Hit me up. We'll work out stuff and we will send them to you. They're really cool. They I are. think they're, I think they're really sweet. cool. They're, they're inked gaming quality. 10 out of 10. Really good deal. They're like five bucks off of what you would be buying as compared to like online and stuff. Like if you went to inked gaming direct, they're 25 bucks, but we're selling them for 20. So hit us up if you want one. Extra $5, we'll sign them for you. <laughs> Extra $5, we'll sign them. No, I don't. I mean, it, no, no, no. I'm we'll, kidding. We'll, 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 work we'll, sign, we'll sign it for you no matter what. Yeah. And thank you, J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming, for sponsoring us. Their event center is getting close to finished. Uh, check out our Facebook and our Discord because I posted pictures of those Pokemon posters, which look so fucking good. Check out Frame the Game as well, not sponsored. And do you guys have anything else to say? Nope. You're at 24, I'm at 21. <sighs> and JB's at 2. Because <laughs> he has his own. Yeah, because okay. I have my own. Because you can easily link them over. You can. You definitely can. I don't know how to do that. Copy, paste. I don't know how to do that. And with that, we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Everybody's in elk.